What's up, guys? Thanks for tuning in to Cruiser Radio, episode 22. I'm your host, Wesley Hill. This week, I'm joined by co-host, Mr. Hunter Harris, and founder, Chad Rice, is on the microphone. And we're talking all things leased land this week. I'm super excited to sit down and ask all the questions of whether or not you should buy private land or you should just buy a lease. And on top of that, we're going to be talking about pressure on public land, especially since turkey season is about to start. And I'm going to ask a couple questions about what you kind of need to do and how to get into archery hunting if that's something you're interested in. It's going to be a great episode, guys. Let's get into it. Are you kidding me? It's all good. You don't need it. Chad. You don't know who Dave Portnoy is? That Yeah, bro. You don't oh care. Oh, my gosh, bro. You're you know, in college. Bar, you know Barstool Outdoors, right? Sydney Wells. It's kind of a thing. Uh, the guy who owns the par- Barstool. The parent company, Barstool Sports. The guy who started Barstool. Yeah, we uh, saw him at the casino. Walked up to him. He said, hey, what's up, Wes? I haven't seen you in such a long time. We were like, yeah, man, what's up, bro? He's like, bro, he's like, you know, you guys are doing really cool things at Cruiser. And uh, I was wondering if you guys wanted to, like, sit down on the couch with us, smoke a little bit of weed, and watch some basketball. We were like, nah, man. We don't we don't we're, watch basketball. We're straight edge. That's what we said to him. <laughs> and then we went the next night and watched basketball. Yeah, literally live. <laughs> but uh what's up guys, Hunter? It's good to see you, man. Chad, pleasure as always. Yeah, man. Feels like it's been forever since I've been on there. It has been. Because yeah. it has been. <laughs> it really has. It's been four weeks. Three episodes now. Yeah. Two. No, three. Yeah, three. It's been three episodes since I've been on. Three episodes. Man, it feels good to be back, boys. Yeah, I know. Getting back in schedule. We got a little bit of break. Turkey season's about to start here. We got about... Unwind for a little bit, man. Yeah, we've been... 19 days before season starts. We've been hitting hitting it hard. The show scene pretty hard. Yeah, dude. Michael almost died last show. Yes, he did. (laughs) Yes, he did. Uh, You You know the funniest part? I was thinking about this. So while that thing was falling on top of them, it was it took like ten minutes. <laughs> you guys were very slow you, you guys were yelling at him, hold on to it, hold on to it, and then right after it fell, both of you guys went, "You should have moved." <laughs> <laughs> no, <laughs> yes, you guys did. You don't have oh, no proof, that. dude. It just cracked me up. Well, I mean, I. I started to reach over and grab it, but no, I, we said, "Don't let it fall! Don't let it fall!" Yeah, yeah. And then when it fell on him, we we're like, "Dude, you should have moved out of the way." <laughs> Correct me up. But no, we, I think we said, I "Think we said, man, you should have just let it fall." Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, in everybody's defense, we haven't dealt with that. So. We've never had that happen. That's the before. first time it ever happened. Yeah. yeah. Um, and we've we were, been in sketchier situations than that. We were just kind of. But what happened was when he pulled it. When I pulled it, 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 it pulled it this way, and then inertia, it went back the other way, and then it started teeter totting back. Well, back it didn't teeter totter. That the bottom started kicking out on that concrete floor. It started sliding. He said, yeah. "He said, oh, it's falling." And then he bear hugged it. When he bear hugged it, they're they're just, just too heavy. Man, what I'm the, just uh, I'm thankful that you know. It, it, he, thankful he nobody got hurt. hurt. Yeah, he he didn't get hurt. He's perfectly fine. The thing that just cracked me up because my point of view was. You were like, all right, put that pole down and go grab the other side. And as I'm putting it down, I look over and it's just falling, falling right on top of Mike. Uh, it just cracked me up. Poor yeah. guy. It scared us all to death, though, I think. Yeah, dude. It oh, scared yeah. everyone within the vicinity. Dude, that, yeah, that loud was that room was extremely loud. And then the moment that thing started falling, everybody like got quiet and just started staring. Yeah. It was quite hysterical to watch. I yeah. mean, it did take 10 minutes for it to fall yeah, over. It really did. <laughs> 
It really uh, did. But the whole fiasco literally probably lasted like 30 seconds. Yeah. 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 Nah, but yeah, we've been hitting that show scene hard. Yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, that show was, was not good. that great, but we yeah. had a good time in We had Columbus. a really good time mm-hmm. because we we got there Thursday night or, or right before on Wednesday, uh, I found out that the March Madness tournament was going on in yeah, Columbus. In Columbus, yep. And then we ended up buying tickets. And then Thursday night we went and uh, went to the casino. Went to the casino yep. to the Barstool Sports, Sports restaurant. restaurant. Yeah, we were gonna eat some pizza or some wings and then watch some games. You were gonna hit yeah, the poker yeah, yeah. tables, which we did. Yeah, we and did. Jokingly, it took a while, but yeah. yeah. And jokingly, I I said, yeah, this before was as we were walking in. I was like, wouldn't it be hilarious if if they were doing something here? Yeah, like Dave, Dave Portnoy, Portnoy was, was here. And literally, we go up. I start seeing the lights. I'm like, what the hell's going on? And then Dave stands up and starts shouting. I'm like, that's Dave freaking Portnoy, bro. Yeah. I know. So, Did you? That was cool. You were fangirling pretty dude, hard. I, yeah, dude, that's like, hard. I don't really, like, I'm not a sports guy, but where I keep up with sports is Barstool Sports because they just make it easy for me to understand. Sure, I don't yeah, have to yeah, keep yeah. up with everything. Yeah. And so it's like I watch their content all the time. Yeah. It's man, but to see the, per- the those people that I watch online in person is just really cool because it's yeah. like it's a it brings you back and makes you realize like wait, these yeah, are all just guys, regular dudes. And then you and Michael both like walked behind. Yeah, and we got, got, on, got on the live stream. Dude, that was the funniest part because <laughs> your brother was watching. Yeah, it, right? yeah, yeah, my brother was watching it, and I texted him. I was like, bro, we're at the same casino. He's like, no way. And then I got on camera, and he calls me, and he's like, "Bro, you're on the screen right now." He's <laughs> like, "I see you." He takes a picture of it, and sends it to me. It just was hilarious. But I'm just like on my phone, smiling, yeah, staring yeah, directly staring at the up. camera. Yeah, that was really funny. <laughs> it uh, cracked me up. But we did that, and then uh, Friday night we ended up. Well, I went and played poker yeah, Thursday night yeah. as well. Yeah, um, you ended up playing poker. Ended up. Did you lose? I lost a little bit of money. Not not a lot. I was up. F- pretty good there for a minute probably 300 bucks and then uh got into a hand where got caught no well, it was a bad, i had uh i had just bad beat. i had two pair yeah i had top two pair and then the dude rivered a straight so that'll get you, you. know how it goes yeah that'll get uh, you man but then yeah, yeah friday night what do yeah, we do you, friday night you you ended up going getting dinner with your wife yeah because my wife and kids came up yeah and then um, uh because of spring break for our kids. So. Yeah. And we were, uh, I went ahead and bought four tickets because I was thinking Matt was coming with us and then he wasn't able to come. We hot that was third game. That was Thursday yeah. night, right? No, no that, that was Friday. Friday. Yeah. yeah, that was Friday. And then we, we, we like, literally parked and ran. Dude, it was, yeah. it was honestly quite hysterical. So after the show, the show ended at seven, but the game we started, started at, at 6 650. 6.50. Yeah. So, so we guys, went and dropped you off. You guys probably got there about 20 minutes late. It was yeah. half thirty minutes. Yeah, it was half time. Just started. Yeah, just half time. Just started when we got there of the Purdue and FDU. Yeah, yeah. and then uh, we sit down. Uh, Hunter has a slight panic attack, <laughs> <laughs> bro. I did. Y'all were sitting in Dude, the nosebleed. He, he, bro, just, it, he was it, just staring it took down me probably, like this. It, it, it took me close to an hour to get. Yeah. It was just so funny because, like, when we got there, we were all excited, getting pumped, and then we sit down, and Michael and I are just going at it, and then I'm over here Hunter's thinking this like guy's super sick. quiet. Yeah, and he and he, I'm just like, bro, are you okay? Like, you were just energetic 20 seconds ago, and he's like, 
I'm really scared of heights. <laughs> <laughs> you were freaking out, weren't you? Bro, because it was, it was steep. Oh, I know. It yeah, I've been in those. I like mean, that. I could have literally like spit with no effort and hit like the court, the fifth row back from the court. <laughs> yeah. But I no, mean, we were like it, it was only 50 feet up. But yeah. and then uh, it was w- awesome. Dude, watch the Purdue game. Purdue loses to FDU second time in March Madness history for a 16, 16 scene. To be number one. Yeah. Saw that, literally watched history be made. And then uh, we watched the first first half of the Memphis game. Where we were sitting. Where we were sitting. And, but the entire time, and Where's I do Scott? this, we were, I, You're I buy the crap seats. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, I look for the craps. I buy the crap seats. Cheap. Yep. yep. And then when I get there, I scout out and try to figure out where we can sit. Yeah. And then we found a place during halftime, ran Soon down there. Soon as halftime hit, we split. Yeah, we split those seats, and then because of the way I do it is I just sneak into the crowd as I'm coming in, so the people who are working like Checking each of it, yeah, they don't have enough time to really check it. And so, thankfully, there wasn't even anybody standing there. I so don't we, think really nobody cared at that point because nah. there were a lot of empty seats. Well, it's halftime, and and then we got literally. Did it, I show you the seat? No, Hold on, we were literally show. like fifteen rows up from the court, like half court. Nice. And that game come down to the last yeah, second. That's too. Those March Madness games are. Wild. <laughs> that's where we moved to. No, oh, that's sick. It was great. And then there was yeah. a bunch of Memphis people all around us, so we were talking to them a little bit. Yeah. And nice. uh, and then uh, Memphis absolutely choked and yep. lost the game that they shouldn't have. But that's the way it goes. That's why it's. Uh, so that was Friday. The now. best tournament on in. In, on the planet, you know. Yeah, I mean, dude, it's it was a good time. I ain't gonna lie. I mean, for forty bucks to get a lower bowl, I'm down. And oh, then man. Saturday, we were looking forward to the fights. Yeah, and then we got. <laughs> we got then home. we realized that they were <laughs> they they happened in the UK and they literally started at like three o'clock or something. Yeah, hard yeah. time. So like, we were like, yeah, man, we're gonna go home and get some food and buy these fights. And as soon as we get home from the show, like. It's pretty the main much event's over. pretty much basically over. Yeah. yeah. So we got McDonald's and that was a terrible experience <laughs> as well. It was yeah. a terrible experience. It was. But yeah, now we're back in Tennessee and uh we don't have a show on the books. Yeah, not for about a month and a half. Not till May fifth yeah. through seventh, which will be uh total archery challenge in Tennessee, which is gonna be a fun event. Yeah, yeah it, and always it ain't, is. It ain't too too far for us. So yeah, nope, it's like a not, not far drive. for us. And then uh but in the meantime we'll be hunting some Turks. Oh, oh man, I can't wait. Yes, sir. It's gonna be a good time, man. I'm excited. Finally we just get to take a little bit of a break, which is nice. <laughs> man, that there's a lot of work that goes into these shows that yeah. Yeah. you know, the public don't. Don't, don't really see, see the well, daggum. We're standing ten hours a day on concrete. Yeah, and I mean, talking you, to people. You know, and, people probably think you know. Well, you, I mean, all you do is stand there and talk to people, but it's you talk to a lot of freaking people. Though. Yeah, but standing on your feet, man, it's oh, yeah, yeah. That concrete's brutal on on the feet. Yeah, met a couple more fans of the podcast. That was cool. Yeah, it was a good time. That's <laughs> always it's exciting. always it's always like a weird feeling when somebody's <sighs> always like. You're Chad. Yeah, you're Wesley. You're yeah. Chad. And that's, yeah. Yeah. You must be Hunter. I'll never forget that. When we were at PA, that was what one guy said. But he was like shaking when he was pointing. I was like, bro. like, Well, that's how this one dude. We just had our podcast. Yeah, we just had a podcast, dude. Well, this dude I'm not that, freaking Justin Bieber, bro. This dude at uh, Ohio, which is, I'm not going to say his name, but he 
if he told me once, he told me five times. He's like, dude, I talked to you on the phone. I'm like, yeah, dude, cool. <laughs> <laughs> super good guy, though. Super loyal yeah. customer. Hey, guys, awesome we're, guy. we're the most dude, we're normal just like <laughs> dudes there are out there. So Yeah. No, that's you a know. great way to put it. We're, we're just good old boys. Good right. old southern boys. No, oh, but uh, yeah, man, turkey season is coming up. and uh, Quickly. We're yeah. going to be hitting some private land as well as some public, public land. And I think you wanted to talk about some public yeah. land. Uh, yeah, one of the... Some pressure on some public land and how to mitigate. And One of the things I had kind of planned to talk about, because I'm mostly just curious, because I've never paid for a lease, ever. Yeah. And what, like, what exactly consists well, of a good lease... What consists of pricing management. for a good lease? Whoever's managing it, like this has got to be. If it's not managed well, here, here here's what you want because this is what I've experienced the last couple of years. Yeah, you want to get on a lease with a bunch of old guys. Okay, that don't because <laughs> they only go hunting a couple times a year. Yeah, that and don't then go if far. you like to go a lot, yeah, they don't go far. They don't get in deep. They like to go right off where they can drive their side by side up to. Okay. So right off the edge of fields. So the lease I'm on. That's what you got. Uh, me and TJ are the only younger guys on it, and we're the only ones that really actually actually hunt get it. out there and scout and hunt it. Yeah. So uh, speaking of which, we've got a couple spots open on that lease if you're interested. Oh, for real? Yeah. Just for turkey or for the whole season? The whole season. Ooh. $656 an acre. Or not an acre. Oh, I was going to say. <laughs> no, no, no. It's like, a dude, I'm, I'm buying the land at that six, point. $656 a year for 1,700 acres okay. on like a couple different spots. Tracks. Yeah. That's good to know. I'll have to talk to my wife, get the approval, and then. I'm trying to get Hunter and his old man on it. Yeah, that'd be cool. Just talk. Dude, we could all get on it. Yeah, just tell your wife. Just say it. Just talk really, really quick, like where it's not even like. Legible How much did you say here? Six forty-five. It's like six fifty something. So when I tell her, I'm gonna be like, "Yeah, it's gonna be sixty-five. That's how I need to say it. No, that's lying. Just say no, it's six fifty. Not telling the full truth. Just don't tell her where the decimal is. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. Uh, what constitutes a good lease? Um, management. Man. Management. So as far uh, as land manage- layout, crops. If there's crops on it, which there are crops on what we. What we were, we're going to be leasing, okay. uh, you know, there's they always plant beans. Um, so there's hogs, turkeys, deer on on our lease. Uh, depending on where some of the tracks are, there could possibly be bear as well. Ooh, yeah. So, um, which is pretty cool. But unfortunately, I, we're we not allowed to hunt it though. We can hunt bear, and if if one of the one of the properties I think is in like Hanging Glim. Okay. You can hunt bear. Yeah. You can hunt bear. Because it's like half of Putnam County that's split for bear. Yeah. And and no, so so all this property is north east of us. Okay. So well, that's right where the bear zone is for us. Okay. So we're more than likely if there's bear on those pro- on any of those properties, we can hunt them. Sick. So I want to kill me a bear, bro. Yeah, so it's definitely on the bucket list for me too. So as far as like getting like what constitute good pricing for a lease like because you're basically paying per lake acre right yeah um i don't know man it 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 really goes back to management how good the lease is 
Management's everything. Yeah. As far as a lease goes. Yeah, because if it's not managed well, then there's not going to be animals there. Everybody's I mean, not. if it's a if it's a large track of land, I don't honestly. I don't even know what the lease prices are now. I think on this lease, we're I paying. was on one thirty five hundred acres, and it right before I got off, it went up to eight hundred and something dollars a year. Gosh. Per person. Per person. But there were how many people? Sixteen. No, there was more than that. Oh, 28, right? Yeah, close to 30 like people. Close to 30. But, I mean, it wasn't that many people wasn't hunting it. No, 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 no. That's so. pretty wild. Because that's the that's question I've had, because it's like, at what point do you, obviously, if you can't afford to buy land, then you can't buy the land. But it's like, when well, who you, can't well, afford to buy land nowadays? Yeah, I know, for real. It's Especially ridiculous. Especially around here, you know. Yeah. All You're these. fixing to be able to. All these daggum does what it's supposed to. Yeah. So we've had a huge influx of out of staters moving. Yeah, which is dragged jacked up the prices. Yeah, a lot of people from uh, California, California, Washington, Oregon, Washington, all these, all these super democratic liberal states. Yeah. And, And and you know, for them moving out of those states and coming to Tennessee, land is very affordable here. From, yeah, from what they're used to. Yeah, they can go and sell a two-bedroom apartment for two million dollars and come here and buy in L.A. Yeah. or San Francisco and come here and buy a daggum million dollars would buy uh, you a five hundred acre farm. Huge. You know, yeah. with um, with so, a house and a and a barn already yeah, built on it. So probably uh, a tractor too as well. So the people that live here, really unfortunately for us, we're getting the shaft. You know, because yeah. we can't compete with that. Because you know. I mean, it's cheaper living, cheaper wages, yeah. you know, compared yeah. to where they come from. Yeah. I'm so. not saying that you can't live and get by and be happy, but, you know, compared to the guys who are already uh, getting you know, paid less. Most, most people I know ain't got hundreds of thousands of dollars floating around in their bank accounts. Well, dude, that's the biggest issue me and Stacia have been having with trying to buy a home. Yeah. It's like, you can't. Dude, it's like buying a home where we're at <clears> right now. A, a house that was built 60, not well, not 60, like 30, 40 years ago is still the same price as a brand new home. Yeah. yeah. It's insane. Well, I got a ton of equity in my house and, you know. But you can't do anything with well, it. Yeah. I yeah. mean, it, there would be, it would be. If you sold it. It would be would pointless be, to sell it yeah. unless I was going to build because I can't replace it for, for what remotely you got. what yeah. I got in it. Yeah. yeah. I know. It's ridiculous. But, but it. it It'll go down. It has to go down eventually. Oh, yeah. I'm calling September. Just wait. September. Yeah. But well, I don't want to see maybe. that happen, but that's what I'm thinking. Anyway, but if you don't own land and you can't find a lease, there's always public. Yeah. And, but so, but going back to the, the, the lease question, so as far as management goes, is all of that management done by the people who are leasing it or the people who own the property? It's, it depends see, on the lease, use, really. Yeah, there's – so – on the lease he was on, on the lease that I'm on now, there was a lease manager. Okay. Somebody. There was a lease manager on the one that I was on, but we had uh, work days. Yeah. Okay. So all of... Uh, so we do that as well. So that, that you know, that gets everybody engaged, and that way you can meet everybody. Yeah. And, yeah. Exchange you know, phone numbers, blah, just blah, like, blah. Yeah. Just clear out, clear out trails and stuff, but it's more of like a... And then they use the money that they get from everybody that pays to hunt there to keep the roads up, you know, signage, you know, all the above. 
locks for the gates, locks, stuff like, like that. literally okay. everything. And because it, it, people who own property who are leasing it really aren't making any money off of it, they're just doing it really. Uh, they're making a decent amount of money. You off think of so? It. Yeah. Because I, I mean, I not know. a ton. It's not a ton, but I mean, they're making some off of it. Like but. I think the 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 lease that I'm on, I think he gets six dollars an acre. Okay. Um, for some tracks of land, and then other tracks of land, he gets ten dollars an acre. Because it's just more so, prime, but yeah, in our reality, he's he's just really paying to have that land managed, be you know, took care of. Really, yeah. well, he also commercially farms it. He's yeah. just trying to make the most amount of money off that property that he can. Right. So he commercially farms it, leases the hunting rights out to it, and he don't know. have to worry about every Tom, Dick, and Harry hunter that he's give permission to and try to keep up with him. Yeah, now yeah. he's got a guy that does that for him. Yeah. yeah, and people are paying for it. So Jack, our right. lease manager, he just he takes care of everything, and then he pays Johnny. Okay, Johnny's the land. Jack owner. and Johnny. Yeah, Jack what a duo. Johnny. So Jack and Johnny. we got to get on it. But Johnny's like yeah. the guy who owns the property. He's like eighty-eight or something like that. Oh, Eighty-seven or something. Dang. And Jack's in his fifties or shoot, he might be sixty now. I don't know, but. He's a character for sure. <laughs> I bet. But uh, I bet anybody named Jack in Tennessee is probably a yeah. But he, guy. but well, he was a tugboat captain. Oh, that makes it good. So yeah, cusses like a sailor because he oh, was a sailor. Yeah, so. <laughs> I bet. But uh, no, he's a he's a funny dude. I've been fishing with him and everything. He's he's a good dude. But uh, yeah, I mean that those properties are super nice, dude. Actually, one of them's really really nice. Um, I've been on it before think yeah i think you with went up tj there. last oh, okay. turkey yeah, season because yeah. i was filming one. yeah that's the I was one filming. it so, seemed like prime hunting property yeah it is good um but there's other spots around that and then that one out in hanging limb which okay. is you know about 50 minutes from here yeah but that's there's some apparent, apparently there. there's some really big bucks out there so i'm gonna have to go check it out um get on that lease and get yeah to y'all it. need to y'all need to crap or get off the pot yeah on that because he's trying to get people yeah yeah i didn't even know about it i'll uh so um i'll talk to the wifey about it but yeah i mean that you know that's that's what makes a good lease is management um you know the people you're on it with can also matter a lot mm-hmm. um a couple of years ago we had some guys on that lease that were just trying to run everything they also put out like way more um permanent stands and they were supposed to so it's like you know i think i think the rule on these leases is no more than two stands per person that was the one when i had i mean that seems pretty fair to me especially if you got like 10 15 people on a lease well there's 16 people on this lease and and the i think the largest track of land 600 acres and then i don't know what they're going to do about the smaller tracks um Hopefully they do. I think there's a that one that you went on 600 mm-hmm. acres, a little over 600 acres. Uh, there's another one that's in hanging limits, a little over 400 acres. So there's a thousand. That's a, that's a thousand, and then there's like 700 more acres somewhere else. I think there's a 300 acre tract, and then a couple 100 acres or less than 100 acre tracks. So, um. I don't know how he's going to do it. I think uh, 
I think everyone on the lease should come buy a saddle. Yeah. <laughs> Just do it that way. Yeah, make it a lot simpler. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. I know that's what I'll be hunting out of is a saddle because that's what we'll be doing is jumping around on those properties. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, that's... Got to learn them. Yeah, that'll all be a great them. place for us to get some content too. Yeah, 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 that's why I'm trying to get us all on there. So Yeah, I think that'd be good. But the other thing, which leads me to my next question, is it's like, okay can't buy property either there's no leases available in your area or you just can't find one you're stuck to public land <clears throat> yeah and if we, there's we talk, public land in your area yeah. so a lot of people have to drive yeah and we we talked about some permission property on a past podcast so if yeah. you guys are listening and trying to learn about permission property go back and learn about that um but public land is accessible for anybody who lives in that state or other states. Obviously, yeah, you got to pay buy, for the tags. Buy blah, blah, blah. state tags, yeah, yeah. non-resident. When it comes to public land, I think <laughs> the biggest issue I had last year was pressure. That was the biggest issue I had. So what what are some like tips or tricks that people, people could try to avoid pressure as much as possible? Does that consist of like a huge amount of scouting or does that consist of... Um, just like multiple trail cameras in multiple different areas, trying to figure out where people are actually going, setting up, blah, blah, blah. Like, what does that consist of? Yes. Okay. <laughs> no, <laughs> I, actually, I think, I think, uh, I think the, the biggest thing on public land is trying to access, trying to be, um, yeah, creative with your access. Okay. Whether Anytime you can get in by boat or, you know, maybe you can gain permission to, to, to cross some private land to get to some public land access um, or even just hoofing it, man. Just, yeah, just, just going in. Going in deep. Yeah, because to me, the most um, easiest... The easiest access is where it's going to be the most saturated for yeah. You're going to yeah, probably yeah, run into well, more that's, people. That's what I, I had an issue with last year because it's like I don't have a boat right now, so it's kind of difficult for me to get in uh, in our area. Yeah, if you got a boat, but, you're automatically one up on most people. Yeah, yeah. but it's I like... Think. Or Dude, canoe, yak. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, I killed one off a canoe five years ago, dude. That's pretty badass. I ain't going to yeah. lie. That's pretty cool. They, uh, but the problem I had... Was it's like I was it was the last day of deer season uh, available for us to hunt on one of our local pieces of public land. And uh, it was me and Andrew and we just went around and just went to literally every access point that we could in a singular day. Every single point that I went on, except for one, there was at least one person on it. Yeah. Like could see their orange vest. Sometimes you just got to walk in past them. Just Go ignore past them. Just ignore them. Just just walk past. Just wave and say, "Just cutting through." Just wave and go. Keep going. Dang. Um, I don't know. I've, I kind of feel like a, a douche for doing that. I mean, obviously, don't go in when it's like prime hunting time. time. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> yeah, like like don't don't. How's your mama and all of them? <laughs> don't walk in in a parking lot when you see a truck there at like. Daylight. The first 30 minutes of shooting light. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't do something like that. But if you're going to an access point and there's another vehicle there, talk to that person. Yeah. Say, hey, where do you plan on setting up at? Yeah. Talk to them. Figure out where they're setting up at. 
And then you go sit there. And go further. Okay. You know? Go further. Find a different... You I mean, know the further I mean? you deep you get, you probably the more likely you have to actually kill something <clears throat> too. Exactly. And I mean, um, you don't, I mean, you, yeah, you don't want to set up on somebody, but also uh, don't roll those spots out, man, because, yeah. you know. Just because somebody's there doesn't mean that there's not deer there. Yeah, or it doesn't mean that there's not enough room for both of you there. Man, just yeah. have common you know courtesy. I mean? So, yeah. so like, let's say I'm hunting on public. I'm near somebody. How far is good from that person? Like, how many yards do I need to be away from that person? And I, here's the other question: uh, a couple hundred. I, I was would at say least I'd put a couple hundred yards yeah. in between me and whoever. I and wouldn't. I wouldn't be out there during gun season. Period. No, I mean I'm. I try not to. The only yeah, reason I we went already was just know to, the stories behind that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean bow hunting. I would. Yeah, at least a couple hundred yards. Um, in my opinion would be i'd be fine with 300 400 or uh, 200 okay or more okay i'd be okay with somebody setting up 200 yards for me because that's that's a pretty good distance yeah um but yeah man any kind of any kind of creative access though is going to be better than drive-in access helicopter yeah you can do that (laughs) no but i mean like you're you're you know 90% 90% of hunters are going to just set up right set at the edge. Set up pretty close. I mean, when you go to public land, like if there's a field, yeah. There's going to be a lot of hunters that set up off those fields, right? Yeah. So, I mean, get in deeper, get away from the fields, try to find the bedding areas. You know what I mean? Yeah. Thick That's stuff. That's where that's the thick stuff, the hard edges, you know. Um, when the oaks are dropping, find the hot trees, you know. Yeah. Scouting's going to be your best friend because it doesn't matter. You know what I'm saying? It doesn't matter if, um, you know, that place is getting hit hard with pressure. If yeah. there's oaks there, the deer are going to hit the oaks. But the problem is is, you know, if there is a lot of pressure and it's really close to access, the deer are only going to hit those during nighttime hours. Yeah. So you got to get in, try to find a good feed tree close to bedding. Yeah. That's going to be key for, like, early season. Yeah. So. That's going to know. You got any advice? Not really, because I don't hunt a lot of public land. <laughs> yeah, you you do. You do hunt a lot of private the, uh, we're gonna speaking. we're gonna hit some this year though. Oh, I know. Yeah. I yeah. mean, I've I've most of the public Especially hunting the that lake. I've done has always been boat access. Yeah. I I mean, you can go to you're gonna have to bleep this out, but you can go to and like, dude, get in by boat. And if you're and, hunting public, hunt and, during the week if you can. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But if you go there and Dude, you can get into there with and, a kayak. And, and, with a kayak, but if you got a boat, dude, you can get into spots where nobody's been in years. That's good to know. Yeah, sounds like I got to buy a boat and have a decent chance of killing a a, a good deer. A good deer. There's some good ones down there. That's where hunters <laughs> killed all the daggum. <laughs> well, there's hey. There's some giants down there. 
That's good to know. Don't worry, we're bleeping that name out. They won't know. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Dude, uh, speaking of public land, something I thought that I, uh, recently that just happened in some hunting news is uh, Kansas uh, got rid of trail cameras for public land. Yeah. The, uh, what's your opinion of that, Chad? Well, did you watch the uh, like the discussion over it? Mm-mm. I don't know if it was was it a hearing. You could watch it or not, but I saw a bunch of people. Yeah, I think it was an open hearing or whatever, open like meeting about it. Were people I, forward people or against voting. it? I personally don't. Obviously, they were it. against it, yeah. but most of them didn't have a clue how truck cameras worked. Yeah. So. Yeah. That was a big deal. I just, I mean, I think a lot of people. I mean, obviously, there's a in, misconception in our world, like because we're mobile hunters and like we're, you know, living in Trail living in the 21st big, century. Like, yeah. tr- a lot of people that do what we do use trail cameras. Yeah, but there are a lot of people out there that hunt that do Hate not them. do not use them and have never used them and they don't understand them. Okay, that's good to know. And I think I think those were the really people. Those were the people that were voting. So, I mean, if they're if they're going to a hearing, I would assume they probably don't know a lot about new technology. And I mean, here's the thing: on public land, like trail cameras, you're just getting a survey of what's there. Yeah, it doesn't really because give you it's any f- public land. I mean, it's getting hit with a ton of pressure. Yeah. So therefore, the deer are going to be moving. Yeah, and you're you know you're gonna have to scout your way in most of the time, and set up on hot sign. If you don't find any hot sign, you're gonna have to move usually because the deer aren't there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, no, that's very true. Yeah. It's pretty interesting, man. Well, just like Chad said, there's you know I've talked to a bunch of people personally that don't, you know, that don't use trail cameras, and they just don't. They're like, I, you know, I've. I've never used them, and I never plan on using them, and blah, 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 and it's just like, you know, it cuts that curve in half where you don't have to go in there and put boots in the ground. Yeah, which, I mean, you well, still have to put boots in the ground to get a trail camera. I know, but there. you know what I'm saying. Like, if, yeah. if, if us three are going to Kansas, I mean, we can't just take off this morning and go scout in Kansas and come home this afternoon. Well, here's the problem is, like, you know, I mean, if the time te- is precious, if the technology is there and we can take advantage of it, I'm going to take advantage of it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Time, yeah. time is precious. Yeah. Like I'm running a business. I've got kids. Like if I go scout and can if I draw a yeah, tag in Kansas picture. and I want to go to Kansas public land and I want to put a camera out where it sends it to your phone, where it sends it to my phone and I can say, I can pick and choose public land spots and eliminate like spots and not waste my time and try to like, because Kansas tags are, I mean, any out of state tag is expensive expensive. and it's in some states. It takes four to five years to even get the tag. Exactly. So if I can go in and scout a piece of property and say, Hey, there's deer here. Let me put a camera up and see what kind of deer, what quality of deer why should we not have the option to do that? Yeah, no, I agree. I agree. You know what I mean? Because, like, I said time is precious. Like, my time and money, they're precious, especially now more than ever. And yeah. it's like I want to go out there, and I want to be the most successful that I can be. Yeah, well, I mean, it's like you draw so a tag. I'm going to use whatever tools that yeah, I exactly. can Well, it's like that. 
even just for, I think, in like an average, somebody who's got a regular job, doesn't work in the hunting industry, they draw a tag in Kansas or whatever state that is currently banned. Uh, there's quite a few. I think there's like, what, six now or five? I don't know. I can't remember. But it's like whatever state you're not allowed to Utah use trail cameras. Kansas for sure, but I don't know about any other ones. But it's I like, could be wrong on that number. Some of these guys only have three, four days to go in. Like that is it for the entire yeah, year. They've waited four years to get this tag. And then they can the only get one off work, thing, you know. Yeah, three, four days. If if that, you know. It's like they have to go in and then you are spending literally probably the first, like if you only have three days, you're you're gonna be spending your first two days scouting. Yeah. And then once you actually get something that looks hot, at that point you only have a day's worth of hunt to actually yeah, a day like or two get a hunting. deer. Yeah, and so it's like, I don't really understand it. I think it's a bunch of hoopla. But yeah, I mean, I'm not, I'm not mad at people that don't want to use them, but I'm I just don't either. understand why anybody. I don't. I don't would think not want to take yeah, advantage yeah. of, you know, well, also, a very I don't, usable I don't, tool like that. It, yeah, and if I want to use it, I should have. The, I should be able to have the right. One hundred ten percent, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, because it ain't like these things are laying on the store shelves for $15 i mean they're expensive they're man. expensive a good yeah. one cost a good 150 couple, 200 bucks yeah a couple yeah and some upwards of a couple hundred bucks and it's like if i'm going to kansas public land hunt i ain't just bringing one trail camera yeah like you're talking five six you're over a thousand dollars at that point yeah you know so it ain't like you know not counting the tag not counting the the amount of time you had to take off so loss of money there Mm-hmm. And then on top of that, travel, food, blah blah blah. Yeah, man. All your equipment. Yeah, I don't. You're putting I, you're putting a lot of effort in, and I think you should be able to. I think you should be able to use any tool that's going to make you successful. Yeah, and I think I think some of the arguments I've seen online is that trail cameras don't get rid of the whole idea of fair chase. Which I don't, I, I don't, don't agree. I with. don't agree with that at all. Like just because you have a picture, photo, yeah, just because you have a photo, don't guarantee you anything. No, it's like I had pictures last year of really good age class bucks, and never Tennessee. seen them on the hoof, and never seen them in person, never. And and then one that I never got on camera, I actually saw in person. You yeah. know, it's I mean, like, think of all these guys that kill these huge deer, and they're like, man, I've been watching this thing for five or six years, and. The day I killed him was the first time I've ever seen him live. Yeah. Yep. Like you did that too. Yeah. I mean, dude, we'd had like three years of this worth of pictures of this deer. Yeah. Never seen him ever. Dude, it's like the guy in Iowa with the Huffbuck. The Huffbuck sheds. Yeah. It's like he had the Huffbuck on camera. He's Probably like, for a while. And then the guy yeah. that killed it had no idea that deer no even idea. existed. Yeah. No so, whatsoever. So the point of view that cameras somehow uh create you an advantage an unfair advantage i I, personally i I ain't buying that at all i don't either i don't either i think it's a really i think some people are really good at it and it does give them an advantage but not an unfair advantage not an unfair they're still working their tail off to get after that deer you know what i mean 100 percent I mean, yeah. there is an advantage there, but it's sit- also the advantage there is that they are working their butt off. Yeah. 
to and try you, to get after that deer. Yeah. And you have to pay a subscription to get those photos. I mean, I there's mean, a Jake, lot that go into it. Jake killed a buck in uh, Ohio like the last week of the season, I believe. And like there were a ton of people that had that buck on camera. And he just went, he was driving down the road and he saw on the right side of the road a cornfield, on the left side of the road a uh, public land ridge top. And he said, Huh, that makes sense. I'm just going to climb this ridge and, say and sit here. And he killed a freaking giant buck. Yeah. yeah. You know? Yeah. And a ton of people had put truck, truck camera, camera pictures of it. So, yeah. you know. I think truck cameras are awesome. Yeah. I think I think they've really allowed people to, especially people who hunt out of state. Me, me personally, it makes hunting more fun. Because oh, like, dude, when you, you get know, that you know what's in the area. Yeah. yeah. When you get that photo of a big buck too. Dude, yeah. It's like Christmas, dude. And everybody I talk to that I mean, it's the same. Yeah, it's you know, the same you trade way. photos with your buddies. Yeah. Like me and Chad send photos to each other all the time. We're both like Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just or the guys at the trade show. It's like yeah, I have just, no clue who this guy is. He's like, Bro, look at this this buck I got on camera. It's like that's good camaraderie right there. And there's there. a probably a pretty good chance that he'll never kill it. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I agree. I agree. But I'd say a lot of people I probably. think I think trail cameras are a useful tool. I don't think they should be banned yeah. on public land. That's my opinion on that matter. Yeah, yeah mine too. too. We should just start our own little country. <laughs> Have what, land about, to what, do about that. what about baiting? I don't 100% no agree. comment. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't, don't. I, I, I don't agree with baiting. I do think that that think gets that's rid a, of That's a bigger chase. argument with me than trail cameras that ever thought about being. This yeah. is my thing about baiting is it does legitimately get rid of fair chase. 110% in my opinion. But I think that it's unnatural. Big deer don't get big for no reason. They're smart animals. No, one hundred percent. And I they're not gonna. That. They're not going to come to bait piles. The they might hit way, it once. Yeah, the same way twice. that a younger deer will. Yeah, I mean, it's unnatural. <laughs> a big pile of corn laying on the ground is. Yeah, <laughs> those young ones are like, "Ooh, who put this here?" Because we've <laughs> we've we feed corn. We've fed corn before in the off season. And dude, our deer are like super skeptical of it. Yeah, like they the big, skittish, the big man. deer it can almost like, hurt more than it you, helps. You get yeah. pictures of the big deer coming in, and like you could tell they're on edge. Oh, they're like scared to death. And you know, we're like, man, this is weird. Yeah, yeah. I will say though, it is frustrating because sometimes we'll go to the trade shows, and these guys will show me the photos of the bucks they killed and stuff. They'll be like, yeah, killed it right on top of a corn pile. I'm just like, come on. Yeah, which we can't do that in the state of Tennessee. No. But if it's legal in your state, it's legal. I, we, I don't we can, you know. We can hunt That's on fine. a corn field. We can hunt on a field. You can hunt and stand in corn. Hey, yeah. man. Dude, I've never seen so many deer dude, as I have seen on a freshly cut corn field. Yeah. Dude, the evening, the evening that corn field gets cut, bro, every deer... No. Within a mile vicinity is coming to that field. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know. So it's, I don't know. I mean, I mean deer it, like corn. So it, my thing about it is, it's like, would I ever hunt over corn? Yes, probably. 
Probably. Where it's legal. Where it's legal. But, but I'm not going to travel to I another expect state to, kill? to do, no, do I expect to kill a giant deer over a bait pile? No. no. It's like if, they're too smart. Yeah. It's like if I'm in a state where it's legal and I am trying to fill the freezer, then I see it as an opportunity to fill the freezer. Yeah. But I don't think that it is considered fair chase. That's my opinion of it. Could you That's even my two can cents. you bait on public land though anywhere? No, I don't I did, think so. I didn't think so. That's I want to say private only. I have no idea, but I want to say you can in like Ohio. Oh, they definitely do. I mean, they even do here because I mean, <laughs> yeah, I've been hunting yeah, public before a, and run over corn. There's a dude. Well, he might hear this, but I don't care. Um, <laughs> there's a spot I hunt where I've caught him baiting several times. Yeah. And yeah. I've told the game warden about it. So yeah, if you hear this, buddy, be watch forewarned. out. You better get right. <laughs> be forewarned. Yeah. Stop throwing out piles of corn. See, and this is my thing. It's like if I'm hunting a property, uh, this is private land too. Yeah, but we both have permission to hunt it. Well, so. he could that's get everybody thing. in like, trouble. Exactly. That's, that's my exactly. thing. It's that's like what if you're makes me upset. Like, yeah, because it's like if I go out there, if he wasn't you know the warden. About, if you? he wasn't willing to fess up. Then Gabe Warren might say, well, all right, if nobody wants to talk, I'll just give all of you a ticket. How about that? Yeah, exactly. They won't just give you a ticket. They'll well, let you have I'm it. Saying. Yeah. And then everybody looks at old Bill over here is like, yeah, they, tell don't, him. <laughs> they don't mess around either, man. They see it. They'll. Because I've they'll always felt cord. like Tennessee's one of the more stricter states when it comes to stuff like that. Yeah. No, I would agree. Because like that. we can't, you can't hunt coyotes at night. That's a really dumb. dumb rule. Yeah, yeah. but anyway, mm-hmm. I don't know. I get some of it. I think some I would, of it probably has to do with safety. But it, oh, it's one hundred and ten percent from a safety standpoint. Yeah, but that being said, it's like if you know what you're doing, and yeah, but here's the thing, Wesley is like if they make it legal. You can't control who no, goes and does it. Yeah, and there's a can't. lot of idiots out there. <laughs> oh, yeah. You know what Especially I mean? Especially Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, half the state doesn't even know how to drive, but <laughs> that's besides the point. <laughs> yeah. That's all them out-of-staters that moved here. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. But I don't know. I think that we should be able to hunt over corn. We should be able to use trail cameras. I don't either. <laughs> I'm, or, I'm being sarcastic. Uh, uh, trail cameras, yes. Baiting, no. We should be able to use electronic calls. We should be able to you use can, helicopters. You can for predators. Yeah, you can with predators. I forgot about that. Yeah, I'm just being sarcastic. With, you can't with uh, turkeys and deer, though. No. Mm-hmm. Put you under the jailhouse. Yeah. You can't lo- use live decoys. <laughs> <laughs> no, you can't do that either. You can't go and chain up a dog. Because I've heard people say, oh, I'm going to go out here and catch me one of these turkeys and stake it out there in the field. I'm like, well, <laughs> you do that, big dog. Yeah. If game one rolls up on you, you're toast. Yeah. I don't even know why people would want to do that. Oh, I'm sure it's been done. Oh, yeah. Guarantee it. No, I'd be lying to say if I wasn't on purposely trying to shoot a doe and then uh, wait for a big buck to come in. But <laughs> Hey, dude, I had that happen one year. I yeah. shot a doe. Spinder, uh, and she dropped, and then I got down, or I think I th- slung another arrow into her, 
and she died right there. Like she's just thirty now, huh? thirty yards away from my the base of my tree. Yeah, I just stayed up and started hunting. Yeah, but dude, I had several bucks come through, <laughs> like nudging her. She was dead, and they're nudging her, and finally a good, pretty decent eight pointer come through, and I killed him. Heck yeah, give him a good mur. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny, man. Shot him. Yeah, I'd be so. lying to say if I haven't tried that before. But I don't know. Something else I'm wanting to do, and honestly, if I can get on that lease, it'd be great. And I've talked about it a thousand times, but it's killing a freaking pig, bro. It's pretty fun. Hey, I got another picture from a guy that was on the lease, and there's a bunch of them out there. For real? Yeah. Dang. We could go make some mash, and well, you can hunt those. We've got permit to hunt those at night up there oh for real that. yeah oh heck yeah they're a nuisance they are a nuisance dude. but we have a like for that lease we have a permit we can okay. hunt them we can hunt them night, day, night. day day night whatever heck yeah moment we get the cameras let's get out there yeah get them on camera let's kill them yep. i'm all about it waiting for my suppressor to come in from silencer central heck yeah dude it's been several months now have you gotten yours yet chandler no, he's shaking his <laughs> he's, head. No. Yeah, with a smirk, like heck no. It ain't was, they've been yet. at every daggum show we're at, and I always go up and like, hey, uh, where's my silencer, <laughs> dude? They crack me up because like, oh, every coming, time, man, I, it's coming. Bro, there's some salesmen, dude. They are hard salesmen, man. Because yeah. every single time I walk by, they come up like, hey, I remember you from the last show. Still want to get two hundred dollars for two suppressors? I'm like, I told you no thirty times now, dude. It's <laughs> yeah. gonna be the same answer. Yeah. It just cracks me up. Yeah. They're adamant. They are very adamant. I can't wait for mine to come in. And you know the saddest part is there's going to be a day and they're going to sell me. It's going to happen. Everybody. We tell you what else I'm looking forward to. What? Wet in the line. Oh. Do you a, feel that a weather? Bow out fishing there today? line or uh, or Both. or just Both. Yeah. Dude, I stepped outside for a second to get a breath of fresh air. Felt nice and warm. Definitely like, bow fishing. I could be on the yeah, river. Right you already now. know how I feel about that. But no, like just some good old bass fishing. Hey, when we hit the river chasing them turkeys, we're gonna have some poles in the boat. Oh yeah, cause when yeah, dude, one of the best days I ever had on that river about five years ago. Yeah, we, we, if we strike out in the turkey woods, we're hitting. We're we we got out there at daylight, tried to strike up some turkeys. Nothing would gobble. Actually, we did have a couple gobble, but they were on private. And then we went into a creek. We caught like twenty five bass, like what within heck? like three or four hours. We were like wearing them out, and uh, oh, I can't wait! And uh, saw the biggest bass I've ever seen in my life that day as well. Swimming, she probably weighed like fifteen, sixteen pounds. Because they want I mean, her back was this wide, dude. Damn. It was crazy. And then, uh, yeah, we had a couple goblin, and I watched a uh, coyote eat a goose. Off the bank. What the Sucker heck? Sucker snuck out and snagged a goose by the neck. Killed wow. it. But uh, never to get on turkeys that day, but we caught the heck out of some bass. Yeah, then when I go home, my wife's going to be like, what'd you do at work today? Be like, well, kill fishing and hunting. Yeah. <laughs> I work in the hunting industry. No, you say, you say I made content. We went yeah. out and made content. Yeah, yeah. I was working. <laughs> that's what i say it is work though for real it really is to it get is. the content it, it does take a lot of effort. it's hot it ain't never flat here around here yeah. no i mean hey there is a video i'm wanting to make i'm wanting us to go down to the catfish farm baxter twin lakes 
Yeah, and uh, who can catch the biggest cat? Dude. That's a pretty fun place to I, I tell you, man, me and my grandpa and dad used to go to those Saturday night tournaments. Dude, you can I win some money, bro. Dude, I caught uh, what I catch. caught a 27-pound channel. For real? No, 28-pound. And caught it early. Caught it within the first 30 minutes of the tournament. And that tournament started at 6 and went to 11 or 11.30. And, dude, I was sweating the whole time. So I'd be reeling one in, be sweating like... Am I still gonna be first? Am I still? I ended up winning. Heck yeah! Thirty dollar entry and I won six hundred ninety. I was fixing to say, oh, my buddies have won upwards of like a thousand bucks. At yeah, the, my dad at the farm. Yeah, that's yeah. catfish farm. Yeah, yeah. Dad, my they, my they dad still have those tournaments. My dad, and my grandpa won twelve hundred bucks one night. What caught, the uh, heck? caught a uh, a forty two pound blue catfish. Do they do they do this like every Saturday? Yeah, every Saturday, during the summer. During the oh my gosh, bro! Oh, it's fun. Oh, it's that, we're fun. going to that. I've never done it. That's I mean, I've fished there, but I've never fished the tournament. That's, that's how I'm gonna buy my boat. Went in that tournament. I'm gonna win every tournament this summer and then buy a boat. You better find some good bait that they like because it's tough. It is tough. My I've tried a bunch. My buddies then tell me what's up. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, let's go. Let's go win it. And we'll we do a video tell. of it. Yeah. yeah. I ain't going to tell our secret because we're going to win with it. Go ahead and tell me. I'll mute it. No, I'm not telling. <laughs> He's like, I don't even want to risk it. I trust you to be in. Mute it. <laughs> That's funny, man. Well, I got one more question, and then we're going to wrap this up. The And we kind of talked about this a little bit in the past. But as far as, like, getting into bow hunting, what what are some, like, not specifically equipment, but things that people should keep in mind for like that first like six ish months. What are those? What are the things that people need to do to actually start getting really good at archery hunting? Shoot at home, practice. Yeah, buy a target. Yeah, get a bow. Buy obviously. a rangefinder. Get a trail camera. <laughs> get some corn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, but buy if you. I mean. I don't know, man. Just make sure you're not overbowed. Like, your mm-hmm. poundage is not too high. Make sure you can draw the bow back easy. Make sure you have the right form. I think so, too. Yeah. I mean, form's got a lot to do with it as well. Um, but if you're just getting started, you've never shot a bow before, form will come. Uh, watch a lot of videos on form and how to shoot and what you need to be doing. Ask people that you know mm-hmm. who bow hunt to help you out. Um but yeah, man, just get a target, get a rangefinder, get a bow, and just start shooting. Shoot a bunch. How far should people be shooting out to? Sixty yards, seventy yards? Whoa. No. I don't even Longer? shoot that far, bro. I mean, no, I, I, mean, try, to, I mean, try to practice up to sixty. Golly. I, I practice yeah. I practice I take a lot of shots at forty and fifty yards. Yeah. If I can feel super confident at fifty, sixty yards, then I know when something's in at thirty. Bro, gonna, you gotta practice close, man. I mean, I practice a lot. 10, 15, 12. No, I mean, I practice that too, but it's like, honestly, I I think think starting off, someone should be practicing at 20 yards. That's a great start. Yeah, I agree with that. 20 is a sweet spot. Shoot a bunch of arrows at 20 yards because 20 yards and in, you don't really have to aim anywhere. Specifically. Specific except for that top pin is usually your 20-yard pin. Mm-hmm. You can shoot anywhere between 
five yards and 20 yards with that pin. Yeah. And then past that is where I, I would shoot 20, 30, and 40. Okay. Practice there. Get a three-pin sight, thinking four-pin or what? I mean, at least a three-pin. I got a five-pin, and mine's 10. I got a 10, 20, 30, 40, 50. And they're on like Donkey Kong. Is that is that one that's on the that V3? Is that a 10-pin? No. What is what is it called? Holy to? crap, dude. What are you talking about? That one, the one I, I sold you? Yeah. It's a five oh, pin. They're five, five yards. Pin? You put all ten on them and let her eat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I remember that guy. Yeah. Yeah. The guy at the trade shows is that you're talking about? No, the to guy in South Dakota. Saying. Oh, the guy that just aimed down and put all of his pins on it. Yeah, he said, I had all seven pins on it and I just let it go. Heck yeah. No, I, I was going to hit it. I agree with him. That's I mean, the pins are on him. Yeah. I mean, he did gut shot the thing. He got, did he, he really? got lucky to hit because he hit the liver, but yeah, they didn't find it till the next day. Shoot, I'll, I'll, take luck. I'll take luck any day. Was it like a 170 or something? Yeah, it was 170 plus for sure Gosh. on public land in South Dakota. That's ridiculous. Look at us. We need all the luck we can get. <laughs> I know. Hey, speaking of which, if y'all want to go to South Dakota, the we need to go ahead and... Oh, start applying for tags. No, it's already, oh, it's, already it's already open okay. right now. Yeah, we might want to start on that. Deer season's open? No, no, no. no. Oh. <laughs> you're going to apply for a tag right now. You got freaking horny about that, dude. No, dude. I don't turkey right now, bro. Sorry. Turkey <laughs> on the brain. Yeah, dude. Did you see them turkeys this morning? Nope. I ain't seen them in the last couple of days. Luciano did say that he's seen them a bunch. Oh, I seen five the day before last. I seen there a bunch go. on that road over going to the house. So, I love how when we talk about like property on the podcast, we try to be so unex uh, like unspecific. <laughs> yeah. yeah, of course. Very discreet about. There are everything. people that listen to this podcast who that live, live in Kofu. Yeah, <laughs> it just, I ain't it just cracks roads. Me up. Yeah, it just cracks me up. But I I would say that being the uh, um, what word am I looking for? The uh, convenient boats that our buddies have. Yeah, probably doing a lot of public land hunting. Yeah, for turkeys, anyways. Dude, we got some goals for turkey season this year. One content. Two. I haven't ever killed a turkey before, so I want to get that done. Matt hasn't either. Yeah. So the plan is we're gonna probably go down to Alabama for a couple days. Hit it down yeah, there with early him. April. Yeah. And then uh, I would like to probably wait until we can use decoys. I think that would be a good idea too. Because I'm not the best turkey caller, and you're not either. Oh, I'm terrible. Hunter, Hunter's decent at turkey. Yeah, that don't mean anything. <laughs> I can call it. I've called a turkey in before. I've called a quite turkey a few. In. In. I've called quite a few in too. But if I if I'm going out with no decoys, it's even harder because I'm not the best turkey caller. But if I got something to take their more than likely, if we're hunting at home, uh, us three, including Chandler, we're probably going to be on the water because we're going to be fishing while we're waiting. Yeah. Yeah. I dig it. It's and then we'll, when we hear one, we'll we'll pile out after him. We're going to yeah. put that sucker on the bank and go. Hey, don't forget, we got to go frog gigging too. <laughs> oh, yeah. <coughs> we gotta I got do a good all. pond behind my parents' house that we can frog gig. Okay, sweet. We're going to start scheduling this stuff out. <clears throat> 
Well, cool, guys. That pond, that pond where we duck on as well, we can gig that. Ooh, can we? Yeah, that'll be a good one. I want to say I have, dude. The you over by my parents' house. There's literally a pond right next to it that the neighbors own, full of frogs. Let's gig that sucker, dude. Yeah, we could literally just park my parents start and pop the fence. Uh, we need it to be warm for a little bit warmer, a little yeah. bit longer. How much longer? A couple days? I'd say a week. Month? week You're eating frog legs? A week or two. No, but I want to try them oh my so God. bad. If they're prepared good, they're good, so dude. good. They're really I good. I want to try so They bad. are so good, dude. Dude, I've got my... Uh, excited about that. My egg. My grill. No, you want to... You want to... Pan fried. Pan fried. Pan fried. Yeah, bro. Like chicken fried. Okay. Skin the frog. Cut his head, hind legs off. <sighs> batter it. Toss it in hot grease, boy. Ooh. Watch them legs. We're gonna kick. have fried turkey, frog, some uh morels. We gotta find some morels first. Dude, I've uh, been out. I went out twice already looking for some. I can't I haven't found uh, any these any little much. cold snaps probably ain't helping. They're not, but dude, speaking of uh cooking in a pan, I made a uh poor man's deer steak last night with a uh, grind. And uh, it screwed my stomach up, like, Ooh. immediately, dude. Yeah, well, wait till you eat that coyote, big dog. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's one thing we yeah, got to do. do that I too. think I'm going to go try and kill a coyote. Ain't no weed to it. I'm not eating it. You, you said on the last podcast that I'll you would try it. it. You ain't got a you hair gonna on try it if you don't try it. You're going to try it. it. I will, but, I mean, it's going to be like a minuscule amount. Like, dude, I'm not, for me to taste I'm not asking Hunter, you to Hunter eat a whole one of the pickiest eaters I've ever met. I know, dude. It cracks me. Um, what was that? Uh, Chandler, will you try it? Yeah, he All said right, yes. Yeah, sweet. Everybody's going to try Suck it. Up. Dude, I'm not asking you to eat a whole freaking <laughs> steak of coyote. I'm just asking a one good little, little A good little chunk about yeah. that big. That's Are it. you going to try one? Yeah, I'll try it. Finally. All right. You I'll, said I'll it on it. the podcast. I'll, you have to do I it. I will try it. You have to do it. I Quit being a freaking baby, Hunter. You're going to try it. Well, I don't know. If it smells and looks rough, <laughs> I, I, I might throw up. You're going to sell it to that gas station. <laughs> yeah. We're, we're going to sell it to the... Rogers down here, yeah, whatever uh, it's called. The fixing to be new vape store over here. <laughs> Dude, he, you know, he would probably package it and put it, put it on a shelf. Oh, 110%. It would be hysterical to walk in there and see... Uh, Hunter's Coyote Jerky <laughs> with his face on it. It'd be so funny. <laughs> yep. Call it dog logs. <laughs> dog, logs. dog logs. I oh, freaking gosh. love that. All right. Well, cool, guys. Uh, Hunter, appreciate you joining, dude. Thank it's a you, pleasure dude. as always. Chad, it's a pleasure as always as well. Uh, everybody, thank you for listening, and uh, we'll see you on the next one. <laughs>